Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. <laughs> There's no Wortman comp here. <laughs> There's no Wortman comp. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. Another episode of the exciting, most wonderful show on the planet. That's right, people. Wow. The greatest show on the planet. I know I've never said that before, but I just felt like today was the day to say we admit it. We are one of the greatest podcasts known to man. Okay, maybe not to, to all human beings. Uh, anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show. I'm your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the in the house, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Pilkington in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Oh, that's not the right one. Yay. Oh. Hey, there you go. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Awesome. All hey, right. tell us about the show. Let's jump into the show. Let's get this department. It is Funky Friday, and Funky Friday. we want to welcome all our people listening to the show. Welcome. To welcome. the show. Welcome, beautiful people out there. <laughs> we love you. You know who you are. We love you. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Best for Good Show. We have another amazing guest with us, Anthony Paponi. In the house. Sneak peek. Boom. Sneak peek. Bam. Bam. Yeah, Anthony is a corporate trainer and motivational speaker. Specializing. No, no, you got to do it like you were practicing. Oh, you want me to do that? Yeah, come on. Have some fun with it. He will appreciate this, I can tell. Anthony Paponi is a corporate trainer and motivational speaker specializing in happiness and well-being. Happiness and well-being. Mm. Nobody, everybody loves that. Yep. Or they should, if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to keep doing it that way? <laughs> <laughs> we have so went off the rails. This is like, this is a crazy Friday. This is great. Anthony's like, oh, man. What of all the I days, do? of all my weeks. Go ahead, you guys are either going to make my career or break my career. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> Keep going, right? Keep going. All right. <clears throat> but this next part, it's going to be fun. Okay. All right. His work is based on the research in the field of neuroplasticity. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it has to do with the brain being all snappy <clears throat> like a rubber band. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Anthony, you can correct me later if that's uh, not correct. <laughs> Let's make sure we come back to that one. <laughs> Positive psychology and leadership. He specializes in putting joy back in our workplaces and in our communities through like workshops and keynotes, speaking engagements. Welcome to the show, Anthony Paponi. Anthony yeah. Welcome to the show, my friend. <laughs> Oh, thank you so much I, for. Go ahead. I, oh, like I was just gonna say this. Ryan, that started out as like this, like worldwide wrestling sort of <laughs> yeah. into it, and then it turned into like some 1950s, <laughs> you know, radio show voice. So yeah. I, 
yeah, I can't. There was, it was a little missing. Yeah, you need to play with that. A I, little I, bit. I can't that was, stay I on track. The, the neuroplasticity. <laughs> That's good. I think, it's, I think it's great that you're using my career as an opportunity to just figure things out. That's yeah, <laughs> you betcha. Oh, we've been doing that on this show for five years. So <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Made, we've made so many human beings on the. And no, okay, we didn't. We haven't. We, but we have some. We've had some great human beings. Uh, uh, <laughs> gosh, wow. <laughs> <sighs> Anthony, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I feel welcome, and I also feel like I'm surrounded by my people, so this is good. <laughs> good, <laughs> awesome. good. Awesome. Yeah, we, reading your bio sounds like uh, we're going to have some fun today. We're going to we're going to we're going to connect and hopefully understand you a little bit better and and uh, maybe how to get a little bit of happiness in the workplace. Yeah, and in life in general, you know, I think you guys are embracing it on this show and how you kind of approach it. So I'm excited to be part of that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, nice. Tell us about you, and let's get to know you. How did you get to where you're at? I mean, you just feel free to go anywhere you want to with that. Well, um, I don't think you mean for this to turn into a therapeutic session because I don't oh, think love, you guys are qualified to deal with my no, problems. No, we love it. No, yeah, yeah, we yeah. do. We I, do all the time. I, I we have, help people all the time. I have CBD. Sure. Yeah, CBD. yeah, he has CBD, yeah, and I anxiety. just will rant with you and, and shake my head. Yes, you know, that's what most psychiatrists do. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You have fun with it. Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, well, let's see. Where do we start? Um Hey, I love humor, so I love what you guys are doing, and I, I really appreciate that. And actually, that's maybe really a great starting point for this, is I spent a long time, most of my career in public service, most of that in the public service side in nonprofits. And so, you know, being, you know, part of business for good tied into, you know, nonprofits for sure. And, um, you know, somewhere in there, I mean, I've always been a jokester. I've always been the silly guy. I've always recognized that's been something that, like, really connects me with people. And... And I recognized somewhere in there, I was like, well, you know, I started, I picked up a microphone at one point and realized that I was really good at emceeing and really good at auctioneering and like just in there, you know, and just explored it and realized that humor was part of that. But there's something in there about me about being service driven. And I think we'll come back to that later about, you know, that, that I'm really deeply connected to service that's woven into who I am. It's been part of my career forever. And, um, through the nonprofit work that I do. And so I really wanted to try to say, all right, well, instead of just being like a professional speaker, like what, what, how do I do the most good with this? And there's nothing wrong with like being a great MC and tying themes together and like making an event super fun and enjoyable. Uh, but there's something more there of, you know, well, what's going on with humor? And so I started to dive into that. I was like, all right, well, what, what's going on with laughter? What, what does laughter do to, do to us? What does it do neurochemically? Um, and then I started to dive more into other neurochemicals. And then I started to dive into, are you ready for it, Ryan? A neuroplasticity. Um, <laughs> you say you it much better, much better. Uh, I've said it maybe a few more times than you. And, um, <clears throat> and then I started just to explore, like, all right, well, what makes us feel happy? All right, what is happiness? And then how do, how do we bring that to people? And um, so it's been a really interesting path to kind of figure out, you know, what we know about um, happiness from the wisdoms of the you know the wisdom of the ancients all the way up to like current day science that really shows us what really provides lasting happiness to humans like what really drives us and um and and that you know the biz for good just really speaks to that that when we think about one of the elements of happiness that i think is really profound is when we are doing good things for other people uh it is good for other people of course it is really good for us and really good for our happiness too so 
Um, I, I, that's something that's really core to, to how I try to carry out my day and my business and just my life in general. Awesome. I love it. The, the uh, This happiness thing, we've actually had a few folks on the show that kind of focus on happiness, and I find it interesting. I've read a few books. What's the big book out there, Happy Effect or Happy uh, Happiness? Yeah, the Happiness Effect. Is that it? Yeah, the, the guy did a TED Talk. It's a great TED Talk. Uh, there's even a document. Yeah, it is a great get to, Yeah, it, he, his, him and his sister were on the bunk bed or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yep. uh, and there's a there's a uh, even a documentary I think on Netflix about happiness. I mean, it, it's are we obsessed? Is this is it because there's so much not happiness? Are, are we just ready for change or are we evolving? I'm just curious mm. of your thought of this. Ha- I mean, you've chosen, wow, this is, you see that this is how you lift people up. I'm curious what you think. Is this the way the world's, we, we just need it? Or what do you think? There's a question in there somewhere. Somewhere. There's a lot of questions in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> so, um, Let's see. Let me tease that out. Uh, first of all, let's talk about Sean Acor's work because I think it's really important when we talk about business and happiness. That Sean's Sean Acor's work is who you're referring to, the happiness effect, mm-hmm. uh, and his TED talk is fantastic. It's it's a comedy show, and um, what he talks about that's really important is that we've always kind of had this understanding of I'll be happy when right. So draw a blank line, put a period on the end of that. Fill in that blank line with a variety of things that are conditional. I'll be happy when I have more money. I'll be happy when I'm married. I'll be happy when I'm um, successful, right? And what Sean's work has shown is that that we're putting those in the wrong order and that happiness causes success. So most people will say, I'll be happy when I'm successful. Yeah. Incorrect. Um, I'll be successful once I focus on being happy first. And, um, and that's in all phases of life. I don't think that... We can tease out the difference between work and community and life. Um, uh, you know, they're all intertwined. When we're happy at home, it comes with us to work. So when we're happy at work. Are you saying yeah. it's backwards? We kind of in in society, we're kind of looking at it backwards. If you can figure out the happiness piece, the success will follow. It's the same thing that we're saying with being good and doing good. The more that you do, the yeah. more successful you'll become. It, it's interesting to me. It always points outwardly. Is that correct? Mm. Um, I think so and I think we have to sort of like there's something higher level there about sort of uh, A, just doing the right thing and, and I say this phrase quite a bit is you know I'm unattached to the outcomes of my action because act, the outcomes of my actions because I choose love over fear always now do I do that always? No. Uh, am I human? Yes but I think when we start putting forward you know doing good first then then the outcome doesn't matter how it unravels because you chose the right starting point for that. Mm. Um, and so that's that's very service focused, right? It's not about you. And um, so to try to answer your question a little bit more about like, well, why is there so much attention on happiness? Well, happiness is everything, right? I mean, it's, it's what we want on out of life. And I think one of the really big things with the work that I do is sort of like demystifying what happiness really is and those true sources of happiness and where they come from. And so that we don't focus on the wrong thing, because I think that um, we have been programmed to think that certain things or certain circumstances will provide us happiness, and we chase those things. And then when we get there, we're not really any happier than we, we were before. Uh, for example, lottery winners. They find people that win more money than they could spend in five generations, and some of them blow it because they don't know what to do with that newfound wealth. 
but they measure their happiness, you know, before and after, and they're not really any happier. Maybe in the short term they are, but like you come back a couple years later, and they're really just kind of where they were before. So, all right, well then, if extraordinary wealth is not the key to happiness, then then what else it is. is it? You know, and there's a lot more there. Yeah. Um, yeah, with with the happiness and with what you do with workshops, and I, I suppose you work with uh, you know you said corporations, right? You go in and help. Uh, teams right sure so we know i don't know the correct statistics but we know that a lot of the employees out there are disengaged right now with their current employers they're the one that we're always trying to hire ones that want to be engaged and so um why do you think uh, or what are some of your strategic ways when you approach employees or whatever that are disengaged and not happy with their jobs how, how, do, how do you approach that well, I'm able to share that with you for a fee of twenty nine ninety five. Oh, and, uh, I can Venmo you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you tell us, and we'll, we'll we'll Venmo you right after the show. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot of things, right? Um, when we have to find some, uh, we have to find a, a lot of alignment in the work that we do. Um, it's alignment of self, right? So. And I think that that really starts with understanding yourself and understanding what really lights you up and what, what's really great about you and maybe what's weak about you because in that weakness, we can find opportunity for growth. We can also find value in other people to recognize like somebody in my life needs to be good at spreadsheets and accounting because I'm not and I don't want to be good at it and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something. it's about alignment of self. It's about alignment with purpose. It's about alignment with your team. Um, it's about growth. It's all the things that kind of come out of the well-being theory um, that comes from the positive psychology work that is foundational to my work. It's like if you don't love the people you work with, you're not going to lean in hard. If you don't trust the people that you work with, you're not going to lean in hard. Um, yeah. If you don't have some connection to doing something really meaningful and unique and powerful, you're not going to lean into your work. Um, if you don't feel like you're growing and developing mastery, uh, you're not going to lean into your work. And that is terrible for the workplace, obviously. 70% uh, is the number of 70% is the statistic on uh, disengagement. 60% is the the statistic on being heard, valued, and respected at work. And um, that's obviously terrible for the workplace, right? 70, 60% of uh, people are not valued, heard, and respected. 70% that means you're you're losing 30% of the potential there. Um, that's obviously bad for the bottom line for a business. It's also really bad for the people. And so if you pay attention to both, it's a spiral that, you know, it's an upward spiral for both parties. Um, and so I think that's really important. I got, I, I'm curious, uh, because some, some people, I've heard a few times that it's not about happiness, it's about joy. <laughs> Does that, and that those two things are not the same. Joy. So I'm curious uh, what your thought is on that, because it just stuck in my head while we were talking about this, two things that seem similar but what's your what's your thought uh that's a great question and so i think it's really important to recognize that joy is fleeting um and we should certainly try to experience more of the highs in life and those should come from all three phases of life right you know work life community um we should experience as many of those high moments as we can absolutely go after that it's but it's not attainable to stay there all the time um, you know, if your day is a scale of negative 10 to positive 10, negative 10 is depression, high anxiety. Most of us don't live there. Um, most of us are, you know, somewhere above zero. 
And we, we touch 10 a lot. You know, we feel these moments of joy and elation. For me, it's being a professional speaker, being on stage, entertaining people, having that crowd reaction. For me, it's working with a workplace where like they have an epiphany about how they need to be doing things differently together and they find more joy in their work, right? Or more um, enjoyment in their work. And then it's about like on the personal level of like helping people figure out that path for themselves at, at a one-to-one ratio. But I think if we're chasing this like constant high of that feeling, we're not wired to we're not wired that way. Our brains are not wired that way. Our brains are meant to reward us by feeling good for things that are perceived as good for our survival. And our brains make us feel bad when we're doing things that are perceived for uh, perceived as bad for our survival. Now, the word perceived there is really important because what our brain sometimes perceives as really good or bad for us is really maybe not accurate because our brains kind of have really old wiring like AOL uh, level <laughs> email. Um, Online. And um, You've yeah, got so I would mail. say that you've got a message from your brain should you ignore it potentially sometimes um if it's a bus honking at you and you're about to get hit pay attention to the message from your brain um <laughs> we can dive deeper in that but um that was one part of it right so don't chase don't chase joy thinking that it's going to last all the time it's not meant to last all the time our brains aren't wired that way that's that neuroplasticity there we are again folks um <laughs> And then the second part of that is, but we can look to extend, you know, more of those moments. So like crafting our jobs, crafting our home lives so that we have more of those moments that feel really great um, and extend those as long as we can. And then recognize that somewhere in between is kind of where we come back to, like in these moments in between of like these highs and lows is like this moment of this, what we call a happiness set point, kind of, kind of where you come back to. Now, can we elevate that? Yes. You have the ability to do that. And that's the more durable form of like, you know, experience more of those kind of fleeting highs, you know, and limit the lows and understand what, how you get in those lows. And then when you come back to that place in between, like honor that and don't call that happiness, call it contentment and be, and be great with that. Love it. Where, when, um, when did you finally, or when did you realize this was your path? I'm curious. When did you go, oh, yeah, this is what I have. You kind of touched on it a little bit. I'm just curious if you can go a little bit deeper. When, when was it? This is what I get to do. Oh, you know, there's probably, there's probably a lot of different times in there. You know, as far as like, it, it depends on where you ask me on the phase of like where I am now, um, because the, the work that I do has like three different components, right? It's it's part of being on stage. It's part of being in front of groups. It's part of working one on one with people. And each of those probably has its own little moment. Um, you know, somewhere in there, uh, I can think probably back to the year was probably like 2006 or something, when I was asked to um, to be in. Uh, I've always done stuff that's like public outreach. You know, always the front facing stuff. I, I have no fear of crowds and uh, speaking uh, publicly. Um, I probably have fear of some intimacy and those kind of levels of things. And you can talk to the person I'm dating about that, but that's a different. <laughs> story. Um, and. Uh, Tell me about your feelings, and I'm like, yeah. um, but uh, yeah. So somewhere in there, I was just like, oh, like this is something unique that other people cannot do. All right, so pay attention to that. And again, back to that like joy thing. Like, oh, this is something that I love. Holding a microphone brings out like a version of me that's really awesome and fun and impactful to other people. And so, how do I do that more? How do I bring more of that joy in my life? And then there's other stuff that I would say is kind of like that less. Um, it's that less elation and hedonism of just recognizing that there's an element to service. It's not always like the super fun stuff, 
but like that's where those breakthroughs are really big. So, you know, I would say that some of those conversations I've had with um, some past clients that were more in that one-on-one coaching level is like prepping someone to get on stage and pitch their business, someone that's terrified of doing that, someone that doesn't want to do it, someone that wants to run off the back of the stage instead of running out there to talk about their business, where I'm like, I'll go do it for you because I love doing that stuff, you know? And, um, and having them have that breakthrough. And once you have that breakthrough, like what's the next breakthrough? What's the next breakthrough? What's the next breakthrough? You know, and they don't always come in big chunks like that, but it's just this like, you know, uh, this belief in self and from positive psychology, it's called broaden and build. Like, so how do you build? How do you, when you experience something positive, we can be open to more of that positivity. And instead of experiencing negative, which makes, makes us shrink and pull away. So, um, you know, somewhere in there, you know, on the workshop level or like working with a team, Someone said, "Hey, um, hey, would you come do a you know retreat with our team?" And I was like, "Sure, I guess I can do that." Yeah, you know, and having these like sort of epiphanies of, "Oh, these are all the different ways that I can be of service," and then recognizing, like, when you are in those moments and like experiencing those kind of breakthroughs with other people, that you're just like, "All oh, right, I'm in, I'm doing the right thing. Like, this is this is the space that I'm into playing." Super cool. Are, are we ready to just spin the wheel of crazy? That wheel we, we, we learned where Anthony's crazy. coming from, and so let's put him to the test. You ready? As if I haven't been tested already with you two. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very true. All right, <laughs> we're going to pull pull up the wheel. Uh, there she oh boy, is. Boy. The wheel. It's a lovely colored wheel. Okay, we ready for this? Boom. Oh, I pushed the wrong thing. <laughs> green, red, yellow, green, green blue. Biggest. Ah, oh, we've already done that one. But we've done them all. That's biggest party thrown. Biggest business party Bro. thrown or been a part of. A big party. Or big party that's memorable to you. We're going to spin yeah. again. You, you got lucky. Well, it's fun. I got lucky. Yeah, good one. Um, probably a couple. As a you know, former fundraiser working in the nonprofit space, I've organized some big events, you know, galas and stuff like that. Um, I would say one of the things that I probably take the most pride about are, is something that has uh, some attachment to legacy for me. Um, when I lived in Colorado, uh, I I kind of revived slash saved uh, River Festival. I'm an avid uh, whitewater rafter. Uh, I'm not very good at it, um, and that's okay. You're that still alive, it. though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Success. <laughs> well, you haven't heard the horror stories of the people that have been with me, um, <laughs> some of which are not with us anymore. Oh, no. Jeez. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh um, man. Oh. Woo, we, did, we went down a path. <laughs> oh, he just pulled us out of the pit. <laughs> uh I'm here to wrangle your emotions much like you've done with mine. Um, yeah, so um, anyway, I got to um, you know, organize a, it's a multi-day festival about rivers. I love water, you know, I love um, you know, being outside. And uh, got to help like bring that festival back, form the board of directors, made it a nonprofit, and it's still going on today. And so that's one of those things that um, you know, it gets people to gather and connect to something that's really important to me. Um, and it was an active service that was like really uh, a good thing for the community and economic driver to a, a degree. Um, and anything that puts people outside and gets them, you know, away from TVs and away from uh, being inside and getting them outdoors is, I think, a, a win for humanity. So I, that's one that I definitely, I would say, I'm, I'm pretty excited about. Absolutely, definitely. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do one more because because we can. Okay. It's our show. 
Alright. You ready? Back on the hot seat. Here we go. And it's a wheel no of crazy. No whammies. No whammies. When, oh, did, you when did you become, become the expert? expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these questions are very, you know, they're whatever they are. <laughs> we had some well, kindergartners ask questions, these right? questions. We had, when did you become um, the expert? I would say that the imposter within me <laughs> says that I'm never going to be done being try, trying to be the expert. Yeah. Uh, so I use that as motivation to continue to grow and learn, um, because I, you know, the field that I work in is is working basically with human psychology, and because of this thing called here it comes again neuroplasticity. <laughs> um, Sit still. It never moves. It never changes. Right. It's always the same. Huh? Uh, just what the you... opposite of that? <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <the> opposite. <laughs> uh, darn it! I tried to throw him a curveball, and he threw it right back. <laughs> what? I was, I was like, did he? Was he not been paying attention to anything we've been talking about? The last <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Anywhere, somewhere in there, you know, there's this like honoring and recognition of the fact that humans are so different and diverse, and that we all come from these different experiences and lifestyles and cultures and. Um, you know how we're raised and what we've learned that um to become the expert in that is is a really big challenge right because as much as human beings are all sort of the same we're also uniquely different that i think that continuing to invest in what i would call a toolbox and a medicine pouch and the you know the uh, bandolier that batman wears that pull out all the special toys um that having the ability to just access those things is like an ongoing effort and so while I feel like I have plenty of expertise, I always kind of want to continue to add to that to, to A, be able to, to meet the new needs that pop up from people and B, to like be really able to dive deeper with people and really get at the heart of what they want to achieve and what they want to be doing with themselves so that we can bring that out. I like that you're saying that because uh, the question is a little bit of a, a curveball, I think, and you answered it perfectly because you said, I'm really, I'm always striving to be more and better. And I think when we're open to learning and being in the, the speaker space and, and doing events and, and, and stuff, we've all been a part of stuff where there are a lot of people there that, that aren't really open to learning anymore. They've like figured it all out already. And those are the hard ones to be around. <laughs> Maybe not my favorite people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, he who knows does not know. He who does not know knows. Yeah, Socrates, my friend. Socrates. He's, nobody says it better than Socrates. I love it. Yeah. Socrates. Cool. Hey, uh, so right. we, we would like you to add to the wheel. So could you give us a question that we can put on the wheel? Yeah. No, I, no um, pressure. It's got to be amazing, but no pressure. Oh, cool. No pressure at all. That's great. Um <laughs> Sweating. Um, I would say, you know, for me, like the, the little backstory on this is like part of what I think people need to work on is like understanding the special sauce of them. Like what truly lights you up? What's your gift back to the world? Um, you know, and how do you Ooh, figure that out? What's right? your special sauce? How, how's that? I like that. What's, what's your, your special sauce? Don't you think? What's your. Yeah. What's your What's your special sauce? Make it <laughs> so, Ryan. Your what's your sauce? special sauce? In Utah, it's fry sauce. <laughs> fry sauce for sure. 
And Are you Fry's familiar with fry sauce? Oh, yeah, I come through Utah quite a bit. Um, oh. I'll give me some fry sauce when I'm there. I, I love dipping fries and stuff. Uh, that it, what's, So what's fry sauce, right? It's uh, some Worcestershire mayo ketchup. Pretty, yeah, yeah. They, they make it all different ways. Usually there's a ketchup yeah. involved and some mayo involved and then all kinds of other yeah. stuff. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes Worcestershire, sometimes Tabasco, if you're me. McDonald's rip, rips it off and they put a rel- relish. Oh, relish? Oh, interesting. Cool. Well, hey, uh, this has been awesome. Uh, could you give us a gold nugget for our listeners? Last thing to, to leave us by. I, I think it really fits in with the question, right? And I don't want to repeat it necessarily, but um, I, I think for you, for you to give of yourself to other people, you, you have to figure out you first, right? And um, and w- once you do that, like you can move away from being very self-focused to being other-focused, and that's how you start doing, you know, business for good and being really connected to serving other people and helping other people because you're no longer like worried about you and. Uh, it's not easy to figure out. It takes some time. It takes some energy. Um, you have to be honest with yourself. Someone else probably has to be honest with you in ways that maybe don't, we don't always want. Um, but uh, that's really the path forward for people. And I think it's really kind of the path forward for workplaces and humanity as a whole of like lifting up the world kind of one person at a time. Yeah. I mean, it comes down to if, if you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. Right? I mean, yep. right, Ryan? Right, Ryan. <laughs> You gotta love yourself. You gotta love yourself before you can. You gotta. You gotta not only love, but maybe even respect yourself and be happy before you can push out. Now, I, I, I say it always. I think it always ends up being outward focused, but it still has to start within, right? You you have to fix yourself within. A lot of times, you do that by being outward focused. But I think you've left us with some very good. Mm. Uh, gold nuggets, some words of wisdom. I think we've been uplifted. We we're better human beings for having Anthony on the show. Thank you, Anthony, for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys having me. It was a lot of fun. How can we get a hold of Sir Anthony? Bobone? Yeah, do you got any links? How do people connect? He's with been knighted. Anthony? He's been knighted through the. You've show. been knighted. Wow. Through by show. by Ryan. By You've me. been Ryan. <laughs> sir Ish. <laughs> sir Ish. <laughs> Surish Paponi. Surish Better than being surly, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah! But I, I'm going to have to change my website now because of this new Uh So it's going to be SirAnthonyPaponi.com, but that's the easiest way to find me. AnthonyPaponi.com? AnthonyPaponi.com. That's easy peasy. AnthonyPaponi.com. Social media, is it Anthony Saponi, all that? Yeah, uh, Anthony Paponi on uh, on the Twitter. I am uh, FT uh, idiot PT genius. That's full time idiot part time genius. Yeah, he's Isn't waving. That the, yeah, the he, that's that's oh. the royalty. That's like royalty's wave, right? Oh, okay. Right? I, I am biz for a good royalty now. Yeah. He is. <laughs> yes, biz for good royalty, dude. We've got to make that a thing. We have officially just made that a thing on the show with Anthony Paponi. Business, <laughs> business for good night. royalty. royalty. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. You take us out, right? That's a high We're honor. Keep going. That's super good. All right. All right. Seriously, thanks again, Anthony. It's super, super good to have you on the show. Yeah, we always yeah. see out the show uh, with the hashtag be good, do good. We say it three times. We get louder and crazy on the third time. We we ask your support in doing so. If you'd like, 
Or here you we can just look at us and go, God, those guys are weird. weirdos. All right, here we I'm go. Gonna say that, but I'm going to say it with you. All right, good, good. Hashtag be, be good, good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.